You are listening to the Rock That Creative Job podcast with Jamie Roberts, episode 35. This podcast has a very focused mission to inspire, motivate, and empower you with the tools, insight, and guidance you need to get better jobs, better work, better pay, and build the creative career and life you've always wanted. So click subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast and let's rock. Hey, creatives. I've had a lot of people reaching out to me asking me how the heck they can land a job in an agency. And for those of you who have tuned into this podcast weekly since I launched it 10 months ago, you know that I've moved back and forth between agency and in-house environments throughout my 20-year creative career. I've also hired and managed creative teams in both of these environments. So I can tell you exactly what is required to pivot back and forth between these two creative spaces. The requirements of working in an agency are very different. And I want to make sure that you're setting yourself apart in a way that reaches the audience and connects with them so that they can see how amazing you would be on their team. So whether you're in an unfulfilling in-house job right now and you feel like agency life might be a better fit for that creative spark that feels like it's been dulled in your current role or you're unemployed, trying to get noticed by those creative directors and art directors in agencies, I want to talk to you today about what you need to show and share to capture the attention of the people who make all these hiring decisions. But before we dig into this, I want to remind you of two quick things. The first one is to subscribe to this podcast and leave me a rating so other creatives can find this show and also get the creative career support that they deserve. The second thing is a reminder to sign up for my free membership on my website at rockthatcreativejob.com and become a founding member of the Rock That Creative Job community. You'll get freebies, discounts on products and services, access to live events, and all kinds of other fun stuff that I'm cooking up over the next few months and I really want you to be a part of it and I want to be able to understand how to better help you. So your participation is greatly appreciated because I want to develop the tools and techniques that are really supporting you in your creative career. All right, let's get into the topic of how to get noticed by agency hiring managers. So agencies are very different than in-house roles. And for those of you who have been in in-house roles and have never worked in an agency, you might be struggling with how to communicate your value to the hiring managers in those agencies that you want to become a part of. Essentially, there are three things that you really need to display in your self-promotional materials. And I'm going to go through each one of these and explain what's important and why it's important. The first thing you need to convey is your ability to work quickly under pressure and meet tight deadlines. Agency life is all about managing those client demands. And a lot of times those compete. So the hiring managers need to know that you can produce high quality work under these circumstances. In any agency environment, the client is actually your boss. They set the deadlines, they set the terms, they create the demand. So you always want to make sure that you're completely clear in your self-promotional materials about your ability to handle this type of work. And it might be that you point out some freelance projects where you've maybe had to deal with clients directly, or you talk about competing branding projects in your in-house role where you've had to work with different teams that have different deadlines, different requirements, and you've had to negotiate that and figure out how to deliver everything in a reasonable and manageable and time-sensitive way. 
the goal with explaining your ability to work in this type of environment and with these type of deadlines and competing requests is that you're trying to show that creative director or art director or hiring manager that you're going to make their life easier and that they can trust you. Because as I've said in many of my other podcasts, the goal with any self-promotion is to get your audience to trust you. And being able to show and share how you approach this type of work style where you might have multiple projects going at the same time, these competing deadlines and figuring out how to manage it, how to communicate, that's really going to set you apart because you could be an amazingly talented creative, but if you're not able to pivot and multitask and flip from client to client and understand all of the inner workings of agency life as it relates to your deadlines and your workload, that's going to be a difficult fit for someone and they're not going to see your true value. So with agencies, it's about how you get the work done just as much as it is about the actual work you're showing. With so many agencies, speed is key. And you want to show that you're able to deliver a high quality product in a very time sensitive way, which means you're not thrown when the client comes back and has 11th hour changes. One way you might do this in a resume or portfolio is to describe the project and explain the timeline involved because agency owners and hiring managers want to know that you're not going to miss your deadlines because they're on the hook for that. And so they want to know that they can trust you to get the job done, to not be frustrated and exasperated and stressed out when things pivot and change and you have to change context and switch gears and work on something different that you didn't anticipate working on. You want to be super clear that you are ready to handle whatever comes at you. The second thing you always want to communicate is your ability to contribute something to that agency team that they may not have yet. This could be a certain skill or a background or a specific type of creative deliverable. Agencies are always looking for new people who can fill a gap when it comes to a specific skill set because that allows them to sell additional services to their existing clients. So if you have some bonus skills where maybe you're a graphic designer, but you also do animation, or maybe you can jump in on the copywriting, you want to make sure that you're very clear that you are thinking holistically about your creative career. In agencies, it's likely that you'll be put into a specific role, but if you're able to bring something to the table that they may not have and sell it as that bonus skill, that is enticing because that means more business development opportunities for them. And they can sell you as part of a team that can do more than they currently are able to do without you. So being able to show up as someone who has these additional skills while also fulfilling all of the requirements of the existing job description, that's something that could help you stand out because sometimes hiring managers don't really know what they're looking for until they see it. Whenever you're writing a job description as a hiring manager, you're basically creating a wish list. And there's probably very few people out there who are going to fulfill every requirement. So if you're someone who is looking at an agency job posting and you match 70% of the skills, that's enough to apply. But you also want to call out anything that may actually further their growth with their existing clients. So do your research, understand who they serve, what they currently do for those organizations, and then present yourself as a solution to some type of expansion. People are always looking for creatives that have a business sense as well. And so this will help you show up in that way. 
The third thing you want to do is explain your knowledge in an industry that is related to their existing client portfolio. Agency owners and creative directors are always looking for talent that have the ability to jump in and understand the clients that they have without a lot of transition time. So if you have experience in an industry or with a certain type of creative deliverable that you know they are producing, this makes you a very attractive candidate. If you're looking to work in an agency and they don't currently have any job postings and you have a lot of experience with the type of industry that you know they work within, it's not a bad idea to reach out to the art director, creative director, marketing director, some type of hiring manager and just say, hey, I have this experience. I noticed you do great work for these clients. I'm very familiar with this industry. Here's an example of the work that I've done. I'd love to contribute to your agency if you have a potential opportunity. You might be able to land yourself a freelance position or a contract role, or you might just hit the timing right where they're actually going to be looking for someone because they're expanding their portfolio. But the goal is to show that your transition time will be minimal. The only thing you'll need to ramp up on is how the processes work, who the people are you're working with, and the type of work you're doing, but that you already understand the industry and the clients that they are currently serving. One other thing I want to discuss regarding agencies is their hiring cycles. Agencies have a very different hiring cycle than in-house. Agency creative teams rely completely on the mix of client accounts. So even if you're a super talented creative that has all the right things that would be beneficial to that agency, and maybe you know the industries and the clients, the timing has to be right because they might not have the bandwidth if that particular client account is being downsized and the client is pulling the work. This is very different than in-house positions where the hiring usually happens on a quarterly basis and they're trying to maximize their Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4 budgets or use up their end of year budget. I've had experiences in my own career where I've interviewed and gotten to the third round with an agency that I was really excited about working at. They were very excited about bringing me on board and then a client pulled work and they had to put the position on hold. And I remember feeling so deflated, but there was nothing I could do about that because it was a business circumstance. It had nothing to do with me. It had nothing to do with them. We were a match. It was just the timing wasn't right. So just remember that when you are reaching out to agency hiring managers, they may see your work and think you're amazing, but the timing may not be right for you if they don't have the client work to be able to support your long-term compensation. And that's why getting your foot in the door with a contract job or a freelance project is sometimes really helpful if you're trying to move into this space because it allows them to work with you and see how amazing you are without having to commit if they're uncertain about what their client mix is going to be for the next year. Also, in relation to hiring, one other thing to note is that the large agencies use those applicant tracking systems that toss our resumes into a black hole. These systems are expensive. They're an investment. So most smaller to mid-sized agencies still have the old-fashioned process of having an actual human review resumes and portfolios. And this is great news for us because we all know those ATS bots don't do us any favors when it comes to screening our work. But it also means we need to be polished 
when we are putting our work out there because agency owners want to see your creative mind at work. Being able to present them with something that looks different, that looks interesting, that reflects maybe the style or the clients and shows you off as someone who is a good creative thinker, that is going to push you forward in agency life. A lot of times in-house positions, they hire based on a job description and you might have an HR person or an internal recruiter reviewing your resume and your portfolio. And that's based on a list given to them by a hiring manager. But that hiring manager might not even be a creative themselves, where you have a little more creative freedom with agencies to think outside the box and present them with something that's different and doesn't necessarily have to conform to these applicant tracking systems. So I hope this information helps you. If you're someone who is on the in-house side and is thinking that an agency makes more sense for you, and you're really trying to understand how to get noticed, how to stand out, how to reach out to someone in a meaningful way. And just as a quick recap, the three things you want to communicate are your ability to work quickly under pressure, meet those tight deadlines, your ability to contribute something to that agency that they may not have yet. This could be a skill, a type of project experience and your knowledge of expertise in an industry that's related to their existing client portfolio. Let me know if you have any questions on this. I am happy to talk with you further about how to move yourself into the agency space. I've bounced back and forth between agency and in-house in my creative career in all different levels from individual contributor to leadership positions. And I can tell you it's very different and there are pros and cons to both sides. So if you want to know more about that, please reach out to me at rockthatcreativejob.com. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Send me a message there. And if you're someone who's actively applying right now, I want to let you know I have 20 free videos on my Rock That Creative Job YouTube channel that will help you with things like resumes, portfolios, interviews, cover letters, thank you notes, anything you need to get started. So thanks for listening and I'll catch you in the next one.